0: This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geeks, show number four fifty-two, recorded on July sixteenth, twenty twenty. Here on Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets that find their no way into your home, news, reviews, product updates, and conversation—all for the average tech guy. I'm your host from Some Broadcasting live from the Average Guy.tv it's here. It's pretty warm. There's a heat wave going on in the south that's Jay. that's making its way to the Midwest. We're looking at 99 or 100 uh, on Saturday. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, so wow. no good it's, How's Philly. Uh the weather. You guys getting a lot of rain?
1: This uh Yeah. It's been rainy. Time? It's been rainy. We had actually a mini heat wave, but it was still raining the whole time. So it's been like 95 here, which is, you know, it's hot. Yeah. Um, it's really it's like, it was 83 yeah. today. Beautiful. Yeah. Perfect. So, yeah. You know,
0: we, was, we had a 75 degree day the other day. And I was like, that's great. When, when you get a break in the middle of the summer yeah. that you can kind of just go outside and enjoy it. We went for a walk, a little bit of time on the deck. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty great. Summer will be gone before we know it. and um You know, we'll be wishing for these days. Uh, We'll we'll post this show with some pretty good show notes that I just stole right from Jay's YouTube channel. So those will be available there. A lot of the things we talk about, in fact, if you're listening to the audio-only version of this, you might want to head over to YouTube and just watch the video, because we're going to show, we're going to kind of go through Jay's desk, and we're going to show some pictures. So you might want to join us on YouTube um, For that, we'll try to describe him as best we can. So for those of you in the car, those who still are commuting, Jay, you're not commuting, right? Are you home? You're working from home now I'm, through the, the pandemic?
1: My apartment. Thankfully, I had this YouTube office. So yeah, I just converted into yeah. YouTube slash work from home. Office. Well, you
0: it's probably didn't have to change much. very much, right?
1: No, I changed nothing. Yeah, I changed nothing. Yeah. So it's been, yeah. it's been fine for me. I feel for everyone with kids out there, no office space, stuck in a one bedroom <laughs> or something like that. I, I feel for you guys.
0: Yeah, have you been tempted? And and this has been my problem working from home. You got all this gear. And so during the day, you start thinking about things like, oh, you know, I could I could move this around or I could try this out. Have you been tempted by the uh, the midday tech bug?
1: Yeah, I've been more than tempted. So I've been <laughs> I've given into temptation. But luckily, mm. I'm I'm good at just getting what I need to get done. So now being from home, I have like calls and stuff obviously with clients and I'll make sure everything's taken care of for that. But now I find like I might stop working at like three and then come back at seven and do, you know what I mean? Things that I wouldn't normally have done when I was going into the office every day. But so you're just pivoting, making the best, best of the situation.
0: Any, are there any signs or any talk of going back uh, for you into a regular office kind of setting?
1: So we have an office in Minnesota and one in Philadelphia the Philadelphia office, we are closing indefinitely. Ooh. So, yeah, okay. it's a smaller office where, okay. where we are. Um, so it doesn't look like at this point we're going to open up and go back fully, at least in the foreseeable future. We're thinking about maybe getting a smaller space where we can do like collabs and presentations yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. But okay. at least not for the rest of this year. I, I don't think
0: so you're home for the duration at this point. And have you found, um, okay, so while it sounds great. I mean, like today I went out and mowed the lawn at lunch. So that was kind of, you know, checking the weather. I was like, okay, it's going to get really hot this weekend. It's, it's not even 80 yet right now. I could get out there and get on that lawn. So I just did, right? Same kind of thing. And then I, you know, you kind of make up that time uh, uh, that's in there. But have you found yet? like you get kind of sick of, I mean, I know you, you got a sweet desk and we're going to talk about that, but do you get kind of sick of sitting at it after a while and kind of, you're doing it on the weekends, you're doing it on the weekdays. Have you had that happen to you yet?
1: Sometimes. I mean, uh, to be honest, I, I love sitting here. So okay. <laughs> it's not that bad. I'm yeah. not going to lie yeah. and pretend it's bad, but uh, you know, sometimes you do because you're doing your work work and you're doing your side work and, and you're doing your for play here. I'm playing games, you know, whatever I'm doing. So, yeah, sometimes I just try to get out. Um, we have a nice trail right around this, this my apartment complex. So I can just walk around, you know, ride a bike, do whatever. Just try to get out, stay active, get out of this room sometimes, you know, yeah. go hang out with my laptop in the living room, do whatever I need to do. But, you know, just making the best of the situation. But, yeah, you, you definitely you're going to get tired of it sometimes.
0: Yeah. Are, are you guys in a situation so you can't get out, you don't have to wear masks when you're out, you can, you can kind of move around? Uh, or or yeah. what's Philly like?
1: If you're outside, for the most yeah. part, up until I think about I think a week or so ago, you didn't have to wear a mask. They did pass a mandate, I believe, um, but no one's really monitoring. If you're walking on the trail you don't need to be wearing a mask. If you're going to be going to a restaurant or even going to do takeout, everyone has masks on all the time. You have to. Any any sort of any business, you yeah. have to have
0: them yeah. Any any anytime you're in crowds, we're starting to lock down. We'd open back up and we're starting to lock back down again. Nebraska has not had a problem, but, but and we're not the hotspot for it, but many of the businesses are starting to require it. So I, I think we're going to go back to it. The other night, I was here at my desk, and I just kind of got sick of I was like, I don't want to look at YouTube anymore. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to yeah. look at you know spreadsheets or write stuff. I just got in the car and drove around. Like I went to Target and walked around and just. I'm good you for know, a drive.
1: I, yeah. I go. That's I forgot about that. I go for drives maybe three or four times a week. Okay. You know, just get yeah. out and uh. take a half hour, sometimes more. A lot of good roads around here. I have a fun car, so. It's, it's it's a good
0: time. Yeah. No. Well, good. Well, uh, Jay Madison's with us tonight. He is at uh, Tech Everything, techeverything.com, and he's been on the show, good friend of the show. Wanted to have him back because he's doing some really cool stuff. Jay,
1: welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me.
0: We, um I was, as I was preparing for the program, I um went out and saw your most recent video about your kind of your desk update. And I joked with you online, I'm like, we could probably spend the whole show just talking about your desk. Um, you've kind of taken, <laughs> you've taken the idea of a clean, you know, um, well cable managed, like I, I'm the opposite, by the way. I have lots of uh, desk envy <laughs> for you. I look at your desk and I'm like, would you just come over and do some cable management for me? Could you just come over and, you know, wrap some things or lay some things out? Um, what is that for, from you? Have you always been, I mean, for, is that something you've kind of grown into or have you always been very neat and organized and, like a clean look on that because it's super clean.
1: I've always liked my technology to be neat and clean for whatever reason. I've always been a big fan of symmetry. Um, yeah, I've, I've all, even when I was a kid, you know, my Genesis and stuff was positioned perfectly, you know, and the wires yeah, were tapered. The yeah. tech has always been immaculate for whatever reason. Now, the rest yeah. of the room might have clothes everywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Is- no, no worries. And you're at it a lot. I mean, we just we're talking about that. You're at the desk a lot. One of the things. So it's kind of interesting. Um, I think I think you've taken a traditional stand up desk. And did you st- install a door on top of it? Is that is that what I saw in the YouTube video?
1: Yeah. So I, I spent a lot of time trying to find a desktop or desktop, you know, slab, whatever. Went to IKEA, Lowe's, anywhere I could find um, to try and find a frame that was wide enough and deep enough, Um, I'd like to sit pretty straight and up close to the desk. Um, So finding a frame that could could handle everything that I wanted to put on it, obviously I have a 38-inch ultra-wide monitor, super big and wide. It's computer, headphones, speakers. I wanted everything to be on the desk, but also it to still kind of look cool and and be able to sit and stand and rise and all that fun stuff. And eventually I, I came to the realization that there really wasn't a desktop that fit what I was looking for. Uh, a one-inch or one-and-a-half-inch thick, a dark gray color. There just wasn't one out there. That's when I kind of stumbled upon these solid slab doors that you can get from, like, Lowe's, Home Depot, anywhere. Um, And the finished ones look really nice. Uh, They look pretty much just like a desktop, in in my case. And it's 84 inches wide and 36 inches deep. So that's a measurement that you're just not really going to find. And it's also super sturdy because it's a door. So... It was a really good decision on my yeah. part. It wasn't cheap. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, I think it came in, it was like around 400 bucks at the time. But yep. It, I think the, totally
0: the, the one you listed on your YouTube video um, was is exactly. out, but the white version of it, 409 on that. And I think they say they take up to seventy or 87 inches wide, which yeah. it's almost like this is made for a door in a lot of exactly. ways, right? Exactly. Would you pay? Did you go? Did you go to the big box or to the to the home center and pick up a door? Is that what you, what you did? Yeah,
1: in? I ordered it directly from Lowe's. Um, people are always asking me. Wh- I they do not sell this specific one that I have anymore. I mm-hmm. don't believe this. I've had this for a few years now, yeah. um, and and oddly enough, it hasn't bowed or anything. It's it's still perfectly straight.
0: Is it MDF yeah. or is it
1: solid core? solid core? So it. From what I gather, it has solid edges and there is some sort of MDF filling. Because um, when I drill into it, it doesn't feel like it's solid all the way all the way through. There is some sort of filling though, um, and there's bracing throughout the whole thing though, which is a little different than you just get from a hollow door or even a cheaper IKEA desk where they just have that paper filling, right. that's right. not sturdy. So it's not it's not like 600 pounds, you know, like a medieval door, but it's certainly doing the job.
0: Well, so that, but that would give someone who was mm, crafty or someone, you could take an antique door, right? I mean, you could get a big oak. You could go down to the antique center or uh, some, you know, an old barn, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it would give you some options. I never would have thought, and I didn't know, like this was a monoprice um, base that you bought. I didn't know you could buy just the base separately and then put your own desktop on front of it. Did, did you drill into it at all? Did you put any holes to, for wires to come through and, and and do that? I didn't
1: drill for wires. I, you drill obviously the legs in to just keep right. it sturdy, but to be honest, a desk this large, you wouldn't necessarily even need to do that because of yeah. the weight and what's on top. But I did it just to be safe. And cause I'm using it as a sit stand desk. Yeah. Wires for wires. I use an Ikea rack The I can't remember what it's called, but it's that standard gray Ikea rack that everyone has in, in, Every build you'll ever see online, Um I could probably find it.
0: Yeah, I was going to see if it was in the notes. But basically, this like a shoe rack, right? That you put underneath there, exactly. that's got some that's got some wiring on it. Then you can route the wires through it, right? And sure. and yeah. um, it's what I liked is your cable management's functional. Um, my son, uh, who is a cable management king, this kid like he zip ties everything at, at any, I think he measures the intervals at which it where, you know, it's like every two inches or whatever. I'm not, I, I couldn't do that. When I looked at yours, I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. I had to, I had to pick up one of those. So I, can I just get that from Ikea? If I, yeah. if I go online, just a like, cable rack. A,
1: like 11 bucks and Okay. Screw, or four screws and you can just route everything through there. Um, that is a game changer. Cause like you said, I'm, I like things to look neat. The cables don't, for me, underneath the desk have to be like, it doesn't have to look like a museum piece. As long as they're tidy and they're not going to fray or, or damage or bump into each yeah. other, I'm cool with that.
0: Would you have considered glass on top of there a big a big piece? It may probably be pretty expensive, but would you? Yeah. would Would I had you... a
1: glass desk in the past, and keeping it clean by itself it was just not worth it. It was yeah. just crazy.
0: It is. It is kind of. That is, um, I have a black uh, desk at work that for whatever reason picks up my fingerprints really well. So like every time I just touch it, you know, you can kind of see where your hand was. Yeah, so I think those kind of materials, I'm assuming on a door like that, it's kind of the veneer or whatever is on there, the wood that's on there handles yeah. fingerprints. And you had, I think it was you, you're, you're using a felt. I'm um, um, not, not a mouse pad, but a desk,
1: what, desk pad.
0: Yeah, big, and it's interesting because I had bought a black neoprene, just like every other tech guy, right? And you nailed it in the video. You were like, "Man, you just look at things the wrong way, and it gets <laughs> dirty, right?" Yeah. I'm sure in the chat room, there's some some guys, maybe some gals out there that have used those, but you went with felt because you. It just it, it, tell me where, where'd you get that, and 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 how's it working.
1: Yeah, I got that from Amazon. It was again this uh, just like one of those magic finds. I was looking for just alternatives because like I said those neoprene desk mats, you anything you do to them, they're dirty instantly. And I'm very active on my mouse pad, gaming, even just moving your mouse, they would get worn down, they become gray, they don't look so good. So I found this, which I actually sold this out when I put the video up.
0: (laughs) You know, I was wondering why all these things on
1: Amazon are sold out because of you. I I was looking at it. I I just, anytime it comes back in stock, because I can see on my Amazon associates, like when things are purchased and it just goes, but this was only, it's $13 and it looks super high end. Uh, It's nice and smooth. Tracks very well for you know gaming or just productivity, obviously, and it looks great. It's like a nice dark gray that hides anything. You know, I've spilled, I spilled spaghetti sauce on this, and <laughs> you just wipe it up, and it's gone. Yes, I do eat at my computer desk.
0: I do, I do too. Uh, I I just spilled a whole thing of coffee all
1: over mine,
0: and it's actually it's laying over something. You know, it's over here laying over, kind of drying out, right.
1: Yeah, so there's the dark one that I have, the dark gray, right, and there's also a light gray model. So if you have like a, a lighter wood or a different color desk or white, that might go a little bit better. Um, but yeah, just ch- put on notifications if you want one. The value is insane at you know thirteen bucks. You really can't beat it.
0: Ryan says in the chat room, he's a desk mat user, um, and he is that a different is that a different brand?
1: I mean, I'm not I'm not sure if he's okay. just referring to a mat, just a general mat. But yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um so that that may be one recommendation I take from you that when I replace this, because that neoprene was getting nasty. Yeah. And yeah. uh and so when I saw that on there, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. You you're also um you've kind of gone curved monitor, right? On this as well. Yeah. And let me let me bring this up. So you're you're doing the Acer um is this the right one?
1: That is the right one. Yeah, yeah. So I've been looking for um I was looking for a monitor. I was an ultra wide guy since they started making them. I had the original Dell 29 inch. I've always just liked the form factor and I was using a 34 inch, but I wanted something a little bit bigger with a little more vertical real estate. And then I found this guy. So 3840 by 1600, almost 4K, but it also had the benefit of being IPS and 75 Hertz with FreeSync. So get a little faster refresh rate. It's a little crisper on on gains. and it looks great. I mean, it's accurate for, obviously I do editing, rendering, you know, a lot of Photoshop. So I need to have something that's both accurate, but also can can do double duty and work for gaming. And this is a fantastic one. LG has some similar models that that work really well as well. Um, and I've, I've been loving this thing. Honestly, it's, it's
0: great. I use the Dell version of this uh, yeah. ultra sharp IPS. Um, when I came home from, uh, during the pandemic, when I came home and to work full-time from here, I'd, I'd left my monitor, you know, in those days we thought maybe it'd be a couple of weeks. Yep. <laughs> so I was like, eh, I'm not going to haul this big 30, you know, this big 34 inch monitor home. Yeah. yeah or 30, or 30, I think mine's 38 in, um, so I was home for two days and I was like, oh my gosh, I, I need, like, I need it. Cause it's so much better on your eyes. I mean, I know it's a gaming, it's, it's really designed and, and it's best in a gaming scenario, But from a productivity standpoint, Jay, I couldn't, I could not have it. Like I, I love to read email and do what I need to do on social on it because it's so clear in having, I know, I know it doesn't equate to two 1080 monitors together, right? It's a little smaller than that, but, but good enough. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Now I've been thinking of getting one of the 49 inch versions, um, but I'm just like, do I really need that? Probably not. Is yeah. it worth the price that you have to pay to get it? Probably not. Um, but I, speaking of work, if you can see behind me, that monitor there—that's my—that's my actual. Uh, let me uh, let me blow you up big. Oh yeah, right there. Yeah, that's my monitor from work. I had to, I went and picked it up um, because I bought one for myself because, like you said, I was so used to using an ultra wide. I go to work and I'm on like a 23-inch just regular monitor. I couldn't couldn't deal with it. So I bought myself one and then I just picked it up because obviously the offices are all closed.
0: Yeah. Well, and I I took mine back because I started going back. I've been going back in one or two days a week at this point. And so I took mine back in. I have a stand-up desk at work and I just like my work setup. And I miss it not, not having it here. And um, for podcasting, really nice. for what I do here, I like having two full size monitors and I've got them on a mount. So they're you know, one's flat and the other ones that kind of tilted off to the right. Yeah. That works well for me. I don't know if I'd want to do curve that way. I did that at work yeah. for a while, but man, that is a nice monitor. You have it mounted. I haven't seen this before. The The tendency when you mount it on a desk is to put that mount in the center Mm-hmm. And then the monitor, you know, the monitor sits on it. You've yeah. actually got it on a on a on a swivel mount, and that monitor, the mount sits off to the left, which yeah. I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Why'd you do it that way?
1: Um, I don't. There wasn't really like a, a definitive reason. Oh, you know what? There was one. There were two reasons. So, one, I thought it looked cool, just objectively. Just I just oh, that looks different, and it's not the same as everything else. Also. Um, when you mount it off-center like that, because it's curved, you can get it closer to the wall. So you can have the actual mounting arm lean back. Like if, you, if anyone gets a chance to look at the video when I zoom in behind it, you'll see that the actual arm is tilted backwards so that the monitor is essentially flush with the end of the desk, as opposed to being sticking out by what would normally be sometimes four or five inches. I'm someone I have really good vision. I don't like the monitor being that close. I like it being as far away from me as I possibly can. So for me, that was kind of like, like a no brainer other than mounting it to the wall. That's pretty much the best case scenario. Yeah.
0: And there's a good shot on screen of, of, um, your desk layout. I've, I've had a scratchy voice all day. I hope I, I hope it doesn't go out by the end of the podcast. It's, it's struggling, but um, I was just impressed that that you've got it to the left, and I was yeah. at first when I was looking at that, I was like, "Well, that's unique," but it is kind of a unique look, you know. It doesn't. Yeah,
1: it, I think it looks. It kind of makes it look like it's floating a little bit more too, you know, kind of that like floating there. Yeah,
0: kind of no, I think and you I have think, a
1: little more usable space underneath if you need it. Um, so yeah, I I really kind of I just like the way it looks, and and it helps me get it a little further away. A
0: and then, years. did did you mount some lights behind it?
1: Oh yeah, I've uh, got LED strips behind there. Um, I use them honestly. I just keep them at a static white ninety-nine percent of the time, unless I'm shooting something, because I just find it relieves eye eye strain. I don't have to have lights all over the room on, um, and I've been doing that for for, for years, and I, I think it's it's been pretty effective for me.
0: What well, is it? Just a do they just plug in, or how how are they powered, and what are they wired up to?
1: Yeah, it's just those like cheap $20 kits you get on Amazon. It's just literally plugged in. Um, I, if you're going to do this, any of you watching, I would probably opt for one that plugs in through USB if you have a big monitor. They now have some really good kits that just plug in through USB, and all you have to do is hit them with the remote. You don't have to have that transformer box like I have because it's a whole box and remote and setup and all that stuff. So, but They're super cheap. I got these for 20 bucks. I have them on my TV and also on my my monitor here. You can kind of see the glow in the picture.
0: Yeah, I know it looks good. I think on the video, you get a really good feel for how it kind of glows, and I like that. I've never been, I've never been able to figure out backlighting very well. That's just not something that um, I think of, but when it's done and it's done well, it looks really good, right? When you hide the lights, hide them behind something when they're kind of coming up, oh, yeah. um, that looks good. Your, your laptop is over there to the left on this picture, so do you? But I don't see cables coming out of that thing. So are are you hiding those as well, or how does that work?
1: Yeah, I had some, which I didn't show in the video. Actually, I have um, some the power cable and a USB C cable mounted underneath there. So if I need to charge up or plug in, you can kind of see it a little bit. Um, and that was that's actually my ex laptop. I've been I've, we had a divorce, unfortunately. Oh,
0: I did, moved it, did, on.
1: I'm sorry. Did you, did you get? Me? C- custody. <laughs> yeah, it was it was the whole thing. So, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I I do have cables strategically mounted anywhere I can. I use and I believe I mentioned this in the video or or in past videos for sure. They're little three M um, strips that stick to the underside of a desk and they just have a clip that opens up. I use those everywhere, anywhere I can I can use them. I use them because um, if you they're removable uh, and if you just want to unclip your charger, you just One and done, Uh, but I like to have everything mounted, easy access, so I can just charge and and keep going. Yeah,
0: one of the I think the 3M or the hook cabling uh, business, the the that that area of the market has gotten really good. Like if you go to Walmart or Target or whatever, you can get some crazy things to organize your desk with. Right? I mean, it's just never been never been a better time to get that done. I've been. one of the things I've been doing at home is I actually uh, t- uh, change the window settings in my work laptop so it'll work closed. Okay. So I just open it up, start it in the morning, close it, and slide it underneath the monitor. I have a, yep. I have a the monitor I'm using at home has a really deep well in it, nice. and so it just sits inside and then powers the monitor. It could be a big monitor. In this case, it's a uh, it's 24 inch, so it's not right. it's not huge. Good enough, IPS, so it's really good. Like, again, I get some, I have some good, it has some good readability. But I have found kind of getting that stuff out of the way and kind of keeping the area clean. It just sits actually right over here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's productive for me. I, I think probably for you as well, right? You feel more productive when you don't have a whole bunch of clutter.
1: Yeah, I, I can't stand clutter. Even my <laughs> desk at work is completely clean. Like, there's nothing there. It's a very similar setup to this. So, I need everything to be clean so I can focus and just do what I'm doing. You know, I, I'm I'm right with you.
0: I have a pair of Roland speakers that I bought oh maybe 15 years ago. They don't look that old. I mean, they're they're MA eights. They were in their day. They're pretty average. They were a couple hundred bucks new. Uh, so for you know 15 years ago, 200 bucks not not too bad. Been struggling with the the uh, the volume control. I I tuned it so much back in the day. You know, it'd be up on the shelf. I'd grab it think I broke it. So I've got it kind of rigged. And I was looking at the speakers on your desk, and you can see these really, really well here. Um, Let's not talk about the price first, because nobody will listen after that. But tell me, tell me a little bit about your shelf speakers, because they're pretty nice.
1: Yeah, so... The, the speakers, obviously the computer stuff, It you know, I, I build a lot of computers, that's what I do. That stuff comes easy. It's just what do you need your computer to do? What do you need your monitor to do? The speakers were probably the most difficult thing. I'd say the speakers and the headphone, all the audio gear. That was the most difficult thing to come by. So um, I spent a long, long time, I demoed a ton of speakers trying to find a unit that was both self-powered, for one. I used to have a powered whole system where there was a receiver sitting over on the other side of the room, cables running all over the place, coming up to my desk. It was a nightmare. So I wanted something that was self-powered, that was small enough to fit on a desk and compact, but also could provide really high-level audio. So I listened to a lot of flat tracks. I listened to Tidal Hi-Fi. I am a bit of a quote-unquote audiophile, whatever that means to you. But I, I, I do like good sound, um, and also something that had the ability to do decent low end, and that's really difficult to find all of those things uh, in one tight little package. And I stumbled upon these, the Dynaudio Z02, and now there's the Z10, which is essentially the same model, but just newer tweaked driver or whatever they're calling it. Um, It has a slightly different look. Um, And I went to a local store, demoed them, and I was just blown away. The low end, the detail, how, how the sound quality is on par with, you know, something that you would find in the $1,500 or $2,000 range, but they're completely self-powered. So they have 60-watt amps internally um, that drive the woofer and the tweeter. They do wireless. So you can do app decks if you want to stream from your phone or from your, your desktop, laptop, whatever have you. But they also do Spit It Fin, RTAs in. They, they can handle pretty much anything you would want, you want to do. Uh, you have the Z04s up. Those are their, their big brothers. And they also had a visa mount, so I could mount them to monitor arms and have them on my desk in the perfect position, uh, kind of sitting and pointing at me. So they were kind of the perfect storm, one of those like dream products, like a kind of an aha moment. This is everything I've been looking for. Um, To your point earlier, they weren't cheap, but you can find them now, maybe used for for a decent price, hopefully. But they were one of the things that I I will always say was well worth the price. Sometimes you, you pay a lot for something; it's not worth it. These have been worth every penny.
0: You reviewed uh, an XPS fifteen Dell laptop recently that was a five thousand dollar laptop. Yeah. Do you um um? I, I, it, to me, it seems like you there's a few things you really spend your money on: speakers. Mm-hmm. uh laptops or or the gear we're going to talk about a, a mini computer here in a little bit but what i what's been interesting in in speakers you, the rest of this stuff like the the pad was fairly inexpensive the like you know you're not although we'll talk about your keyboards uh, maybe, maybe they're expensive as well um, but you do what i like about it is it seems like you're there's a there's a few things you really care about sound is one of those
1: yes right For sure. I'm not the kind of person who can, for whatever reason, I'm not the kind of person who can just deal with when it comes to audio. I need it to be quality. I just, I just, I I don't know why that is.
0: No, it's good. We we all have our things, right? You know, Um,
1: that doesn't mean it has to be expensive. There are a ton of great products audio wise that that can do great things for a decent price. You know, they're, they're really great, especially in the headphone market, there's amazing products. Yeah. Um but I was looking for kind of like the do all holy grail of everything. How often are
0: you on speaker versus headphones?
1: I'm probably eighty percent speakers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, it's, it's I, I try to avoid headphones as much as possible. So
0: Jay, in the picture, you you'd mentioned these speakers have a Visa mount on the back. Mm-hmm. Are you using the Visa mount to, to mount these on your on your desk?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was one of the, like, cooler things about them. That, I, I, that was, like, one of the determining factors in terms of flexibility. So both here, obviously, I have them mounted flush to that. Um, these two, I guess, they're around 18-inch high visa stands, which lets me, similar to the monitor, get them further back and closer to the wall than I would if they were just sitting on regular stands. Um, but also, in the future, if I'm going to go all flat, I can just mount them quickly, to a wall, um, similar to a monitor, with, with yeah. any sort of mounting plate. So that flexibility for me is just really invaluable. And,
0: I, and, and that's not common in speakers. I, it's been a long time since I've looked at a pair of speakers that have been more than seven dollars. Have you? <laughs> is that is that is having a visa mount pretty unusual to have on the back of a speaker?
1: Yeah, you'll find speakers particularly smaller speakers and, you know, um, desktop PC speakers, those kind of Logitech stuff like that, that might have a single screw mount to mount or like rear channel, channel speakers might have them, but it's rare that you see desktop, um, I guess, bookshelf size speakers that have a full Visa mount. So all four port, all four mounting points, That's that's pretty rare.
0: You um you also wrapped. Okay, this was interesting in the cable management area, and I'd never seen this before. But instead of just like most most guys would have just zip tied the 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 cables going down, but you That's actually awesome. found like a wrap that yeah. that talk talk because it's unique. I've never seen that before. Talk a little bit about it.
1: Yes, I mean when you spend seven hours a day on Amazon, eventually, you
0: will... <laughs> well, and sell everything out apparently because yeah. <laughs> everything we look at that you that you have a list is
1: sold out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so some of this, st- yeah, it's it was it's been a good good couple of months, but yeah, well, good. <laughs> um, yeah, if you good. spend a lot of time on Amazon, I I do I spend a lot of time just looking for things um, that can enhance my setup or PC or whatever, and I don't remember how, but I just stumbled upon these sort of neoprene sleeves and all you have to do you buy them they're like again around 10 to 15 dollars um, and you just cut them to whatever length you need and they have velcro on one side so that you can wrap them around any sort of pole or put them wherever you need um, and they are they're matte black they blend directly in like when you look looked at the picture earlier you can't really even tell that they're there um, and they hide pretty much any cable and you can use it you can use them anywhere so that was kind of like a, a easy win, um, something that anyone could pick up and just kind of tidy up their their setup and cable management because there are cables coming mm-hmm. off of these speakers.
0: Is this what we're looking at? Is that the right? Yep. I, I can okay.
1: There are a million of them, so yeah. I mean, they're all pretty much the same. So okay. you shouldn't have. any
0: – Yeah, not a terribly um, not a terribly expensive option again. You know, to yeah. to wrap them, but but I thought that was cool. I, it, again, for me, maybe one of those things. I've got cables everywhere, and I just. This last weekend, I just moved. I was talking about this Saturday morning when I was doing Ask Podcast Coach. I realized I had a PC in front of me that, that the fan. Show it to you. This would have probably driven you crazy. So <laughs> the fan in it, it's a it's a double double thick, right? Oh, wow. One hundred twenty millimeter. I think I yanked this out of an old Dell server. Like it 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 moves some air. Like this I, thing moves some air. It. <laughs> it also makes some noise. <laughs> right? And and um. I, uh, I didn't realize you start not hearing things anymore. You know, like when you have something around you that is making noise, you kind of start ignoring it.
1: it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: you kind of do. And I kind of had gotten used to it. I knew it was there, but I kind of put up with it. Well, it'd gotten loud enough. It was affecting, it was coming out on the microphone and it was affecting my sound down here. Oh wow! And StreamYard tries to adapt when it hears noise, it'll bring up the volume. Cause it thinks it's, it thinks the algorithm thinks it's a voice. Mm-hmm. So I'd stop talking. It couldn't hear, but it would hear something. So the volume would go up. And then when I would come back on the mic, it'd get really loud. And then it would hear my voice and adapt and go down. I wouldn't do it all the time. But when this fan was running, <laughs> like it was doing it all the time. And so I did some troubleshooting this weekend, ripped this thing out and replaced it. Um, uh, Ryan actually gave me a recommendation and I just bought it. I don't. Um, he's like, "Here, yeah, go buy a few of these things." And, but hold on, let's see if we can find the name on this thing. Um, it's a, a Noctua Noctua yes. redo, I think is what it is. Yes. And, and
1: it, the redo great, line isn't? is great. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you if you look at like if anyone watches any of my builds, pretty much I pretty much only use Noctua fans. Okay. Um, they're amazing. They're, they're silent. They're essentially silent. They are built to really high standard. They just do a great job. I mean, those fans will last forever. So that, that was a great recommendation.
0: Well, and, and um, really here, I'll bring it up on screen. Really, um, really quiet. Like, yeah. so just going from a really loud fan to a really quiet fan. I was like, at first I was like, is that thing on? You know, okay. and I had to look at it like, is it working? You know, and I was doing some temp checks and just you know, it, it's really a CPU fan for me. Right. It's, I've got a CPU fan on it, but this blows over the top of the CPU fan, and then I have some front-facing fans that exhaust right, right out of it. Man, what a difference it makes to um, to have that! So I just, you know, it's it's one of those it's one of those things that you you just don't know how good. And I I think fourteen dollars for a fan that's pretty reasonable. Right. Don't you think?
1: Yeah, especially for they have tremendous warranties um, and they they're silent, but they move a ton of air also. So it's not like it's just it's quiet and your CPU is overheating. It's it's quiet. And also (laughs) it's it's cool.
0: And moving some air. I have always, you know, again, I think I ripped this out of a old
1: Dell server. I was impressed. Look how thick this thing is. (laughs) Have (laughs) you ever seen a fan this thick? I do not, I I'm, i don't think I've seen a 120 millimeter fan that thick. That yeah. Like, you know, those server small 16, 40 millimeters, but that's, that's a huge one.
0: Yeah. That's this big. thing will move some air. I'm thinking about putting it on the deck to, <laughs> uh, to kind of, you know, to kind of move some air uh, around during the, uh, the summertime here. But for, um, so, so back to the cable management. So I was moving some, so I was moving those PCs to get them away from the desk and I realized as I started digging in just how bad my cable management was, I was like, oh, my God, things are all, because, you know, you start moving things around and you start doing other things with it. And pretty soon, it's just, it's just a cable mess. And so uh, I like that, I like that wrap because you can, one of the things I hate about zip ties is it seems like as soon as I zip tie it, I look over <laughs> and I missed a cable, yeah. right? You got to sniff it.
1: And, yeah, zip ties are, are super clean. They look clean. If you if like if I if I did a build, sometimes I use zip ties internally because they're you get know, them super tight and they're ultra clean. But you know, like you said, you got to be on point every
0: time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and the other thing is, if you zip it and cut it, that end that you cut is now a razor blade. <laughs> and you, at, like, that's how it, during war, that's, they, they set those up as traps for soldiers, right? You step on it, you're going to get cut. And, um, it, it is, um, I, I'm always reaching in and just gouging, you know, gouging out my arms. So I'm going to, I'm going to have to pick up some of these sleeves and, and have them on hand. I need to have them just like buy them in bulk. So I have them. Yep. We, we switched um, to earbuds, but you're also, we talked about this the last time you were on, you got a really good pair of, of headphones that you wear. Mm-hmm. What do you like um, and why do you like them? Because I think we, we think Bose makes great ones, but you've got, show us, show us what you got.
1: So, I mean, I have a lot of headphones. Um, these are the ones I use on my desktop. These are the Focal Elex uh, from Drop. So basically a drop and Focal combination or, or combo deal. Um, they're open back. So you can see kind of like the, you can see through them a bit, the mesh. Um, they're These are very, very good headphones. One of the kind of products that's, performs well above its price. Um, again, these aren't cheap either, but these are kind of the thing. You buy it and you have these for the next 10 years. You know, you don't need another set. But if you're at home doing critical listening like I do, um, I listen to a lot of high quality tracks like I mentioned earlier and even just casual stuff that you just any type of music you like, these will reproduce that sound and reproduce it well. They are tremendously open. That open sound stage for me is something that I really, really like. I don't like closed back headphones. I don't like that closed back feeling i don't like the pressure that builds up in your head when you have closed back headphones um so these are just like kind of perfect for me and they they look really nice they're very well built um premium leather material so everything the aesthetic of everything about it i I really do like
0: how often do you wear those
1: um probably i try to get in a couple hours a week so maybe three or four days a week i'll put them on um i even started gaming in them believe it or not. which is definitely not what they're built for, but they they do very well. So. Any
0: latency on them when you're when you're gaming with them?
1: Uh, no, they're wired. Oh, they're so oh, they are wired. Okay, yeah, they're wired, so they're they're good. Um, I do also have the Sony was one hundred MX three whatever the the noise canceling headphones are for when you're on the go. Um, those are pretty good too. Those are those are fantastic. But those are the two primary big boy headphones that that I use.
0: We I had alluded to this earlier. Um and you did a review of a Dell XPS 9500, which is the big boy, right? On the XPS line.
1: That is their flagship model. Yeah. yeah. So there's yeah. the XPS fifteen ninety five hundred and the seventeen ninety seven hundred. So it's just whichever screen's got size. Um
0: but but pretty pricey. Did they send this to you or did you have to fit the bill for it? Because you you found some things wrong with it in the review. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they sent it to me, but I had to send them twenty five hundred dollars. They sent it to me on the house. <laughs> now, I've, I've, I've never heard of a
0: deposit on a review. That's pretty awesome.
1: No, no, I, I just bought this. I yeah. I, just, okay. I okay. wanted it. Right. Um, it was when I, sometimes when I see a product announced or teased, whatever it may may be, I just know it's going to be good. I know something right. that's probably going to be special and. In this instance, I wanted to know. I wanted this laptop. It was kind of the, again, a holy grail product for the way that I work, um, the way that I game, the way that I, that I operate in life. This had everything that I was looking for inside of the most possible compact shell. So um, I thought it was really, really cool. Um, it, it looks fantastic. It performs well. But yes, there are a lot of of issues with the laptop. At least there were. At launch, did you did you replace it? Did you? Yeah. Okay. This is my third. Oh, where am I on the screen? This is my third model right here. This is the third one I actually went and picked this one up from Micro Center. So um, there were a lot of issues. Um, If you get anyone has a chance to see the video, I kind of went over them. But the biggest issue, and that people are reporting this all over the place, is the trackpad. It has like a double click when you go in there, which is just like. A very very poor job with QA and quality control. I mean, it's there's stuff like that. Outside of that, I mean, the performance was really good. Uh, I didn't have any issues there. There was a issue that I found with the GPU where it wasn't giving you max performance, but it feels it seems like they have fixed that with um, firmware. So that's good. Battery life is great. Um, in terms audio of control, issue
0: fixed with, with the drivers. The audio issue—I forgot about that
1: one. You did. You did do your research. <laughs> I did do my homework. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there was an audio. There's an audio software that's installed on there. It's called Max Audio, and it does, um, I guess, sort of like a DSP or, or signal processing on all the audio, whether it's through the speakers or through the headphones. What I found was, if you do delete the program or uninstall the program, which is a pain, you have to go through all sorts of steps to do that that the actual onboard audio through the speakers was compromised. They're using that DSP to make their actual speakers sound better. So uh, I came to the solution of just disabling it for headphones and stuff like that, and it's been okay, it's been fine. Um, It's not, it doesn't seem like it's processing the audio anymore, which is is fine. But you do kind of need to hold on to it just for the actual onboard sound if you want to use those speakers, which, is again not ideal, um, not something that you should have to do. You
0: said, I mean, you're an audiophile, and so it's it sounded like there's they're adding some compression to it through software yeah. that just is unacceptable to you, and you're like, okay, this isn't going to work. You need to stop. Just give me the full fidelity, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. And I, I even if you <clears throat> this is your first set of speakers, you would notice that something was off. You know, <laughs> what I mean, it, it's it it sounds very odd. So. Yeah um disabling it though for headphones is has been effective so i think it's in a good spot it's gotten to the point where i I can listen to it and obviously i've been doing a lot of bluetooth now with my with my laptop trying to go wireless since there's not a lot of ports on it um but it's really a really if you can get through all of those those little quirks if you can kind of deal with that stuff like like i said this is my third one and this one had the trackpad issue too but i loved everything else about the laptop so much that i was just like i'm
0: just going to deal with it one of your one of the viewers said hey if you just turn that thing over take the cover off the back if you pull something out put a piece of tape in there put it down and tighten it down really tight it mm-hmm. goes away so yeah. why haven't you tried that yet jay
1: oh i did I did. <laughs> so, I did i did this before i made the video i didn't want to show that in the video yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. because I wanted people to know, hey, like this is an actual issue. And that wasn't really a full review, but yes. yeah, To that that viewer, I 100% tried that. It works to a degree. It depends on how the actual trackpad is. What I settled on was, and I'm not gonna get too deep because I don't have any images or videos of this. There are two little wells that the trackpad depresses into. I filled them with double-sided tape and essentially just froze the track that yeah. so it doesn't click at all. Um, which doesn't matter to me, it's all tap. I, I only tap anyway. Okay. So um I was planning on making a follow-up video with kind of like the current status of things. Yeah, this online.
0: was just a first impressions. The the yeah. one we're looking at here is just kind of your first which is actually a really detailed video for first impressions, Jay. You do a really nice job on this. Like this is oh, thank you. By the way, this is the first time I've been I've been streaming YouTube <laughs> on YouTube. And, and it works like it used to be, you do this and it was all jittery yeah. and this is actually pretty good quality. Like, I don't know what it sounds like, but, <laughs> um, I, you'd also, a second ago, we'd also showed it flipped over with the back off. There's an extra M dot two, um, yes. slot in here. Talk about
1: that. That is, uh, that's a feature that I've, I essentially at this point must have in a laptop. Um, I need storage, A lot of people need storage. If you do any sort of gaming uh, or you do any sort of creation, that second drive is critical. So the XPS 15, both the 15 and 17 inch models do have dual M.2 drive slots, which is fantastic. They also have user upgradable RAM. So I got the 16 gig model, but at some point I'm sure I'll upgrade to 32 gigs. You can do that all yourself. I bought the model with a one terabyte SSD installed, and then I got another Samsung 970 EVO Um, to add to that. So I've got two terabytes in there. So when I need space for adding video files to edit, you know, all that good stuff, I've got enough hard drive space to do so, and also enough to store my games, movies, all that fun stuff as well. So that's a critical, critical feature. And for something this compact, it's really impressive that it's in there.
0: I really liked your $2,500 deposit story. I (laughs) wish that would have been true. Like I really... I really, really wish uh, that that part of the story had been true. Um, this wouldn't be a, uh, this wouldn't be an interview or a podcast with you if we didn't kind of talk about m- the smallest computer form factors that you could get your hands on, right? And oh, yes. um, let me, let me bring this up. Let me see if I can get, you just recently reviewed, here, we'll throw this up. You just recently reviewed this, um, this case. Talk a little bit about this one.
1: So that that this is very interesting. This is from, and I have it right here. This is uh, the J-Hack Pure Mark II. Um, I reviewed the original J-Hack Pure, which is this. This is the bigger brother. And yes, this is the bigger model, if you can believe that. It's fitting right in the palm of my hand, essentially. Um, but it's an ultra compact case, 3.1 liters, which is makes it the smallest gaming case in the world, essentially, since you can put a dedicated graphics card into it. Now it supports low-profile graphics cards only, but and that limits you to a GTX 1650. If anyone's interested in, in what you can actually do, but that's plenty enough to play 1080p games, you know, at 60 frames per second for the most part. With uh, and and you should be fine. You know, if you're looking to do high-end AAA gaming at 144 frames or something like that, obviously you need more powerful stuff. But if you want something super compact, quiet that you can throw in the living room or just have as a emulation box that can play some other games. Or you need something that you can throw in a bag and take from you with work or to your other your beach house, whatever have you. Um, this is a really cool case that I actually really like. It performs very well. Um, it can cool itself and it, it looks great. You know, just just sitting on a desk.
0: In, in this case, so, you installed uh, a small form factor GPU in it as well. 10s, uh ten. No, what's the what's the model on this one? GTX 1650. 1650. Um, How did that perform? Do these have, are these significantly reduced in performance or are you getting some similar performance out of them as you would a full size GPU?
1: So this performs from testing it about as well as a desktop 1650. Okay. under extreme load, it will definitely be louder. It has those tiny fans. But you can't see it there. The heatsink is literally just a slab of aluminum. It's thick. so And that's a very low-powered part to begin with. Um, so it does. you can kind of see it there. It's really just a block of aluminum. So it cools itself pretty well. And the performance was, was, was really good. It's probably in line with what you would get from, say, a laptop that had a 1660 Ti in it or something like that, if that means anything to anybody out there. Um, but yeah, basically, ten eighty p gaming, pretty much whatever you want to play, you should be okay with that.
0: Um, I, you put an AMD chip in here as the as a CPU, and you also talk about the difference, like the cooling the cooling devices. We're gonna have Ryan um, come on here in a little bit, talk about cooling. But don't you can't use the same stock fans, right? You can't right. just swap out an Intel. Are you if you had to choose between an Intel and a in, in AMD right now, if you had to make a choice?
1: What do you choose today? I guess the my question would be for what purpose?
0: Oh, okay. So, like, well, let's read into that question a little bit. I mean, I I'm, let's just say gaming, because that's what most people care at the gaming level. So, let's just say gaming.
1: If price isn't an option and you want to game, the Intel still has the best gaming CPUs. The 1090K is still, their new release is still going to be the best, quote-unquote, consumer gaming CPU. But value-wise, value, value wise, you cannot go wrong with AMD. What they're offering for the money is super impressive. Um, in terms of technology, they're way ahead of Intel on a 7 nanometer process, um, and you really can't go wrong. So if I'm doing anything but... Say peak gaming build, I'm probably going AMD.
0: Okay, yeah, I think that's my son did that. No, no, he did go Intel. He did go Intel recently. From a from a small form factor standpoint, and from a if say I was building small form factor productivity, mm-hmm. does your answer does your answer change?
1: Oh yeah, I mean AMD all the all the way. It's going to okay. run cooler um, and give you better multi-thread performance. So you're going to be able to, for everyday tasks, the AMD CPU is probably going to be the better option there, especially look, for what you pay.
0: Look how little! I mean, look how little space is in that case. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: Do you think they can make them any smaller? I mean, you're this is your world. Are they? Are, are yeah, we going? Can we
1: physically get any smaller than this? I don't. Well. You could technically maybe make it shorter, use a lower riser, and then limit the cooler height to even lower than 47 millimeters. But the question is, would you do that? Like At that point, it's kind of like, what are we really doing here? Um, In terms of usable, performance-based systems, this is probably as small as you're going to see realistically, which is... Which is fine with me. I mean, this is plenty small.
0: You didn't like that riser. You're you're in the video. You're kind of complaining about that riser.
1: Yeah. So you can see, it kind of sticks out and it's overlapping with some of the components. If that was a fixed piece, that would be a lot cleaner. It, there'd be even better airflow. Um, but again, risers. Is this small company going to really develop their own riser? No. But it would just be something that would be cool to have. Yeah. Yeah
0: um jim shoemaker in chat i have too many controls to do here let's see he had said what what um what should i use if i want to run microsoft flight simulator 2020
1: um hmm i'm not sure how i believe if i remember correctly that's a pretty heavy multi-threaded game quote unquote game so i'd probably go with the, the empty part um any one of their eight cores, depending on your budget, probably, uh, you know, a 3,700X, you could start there. That's very affordable right now. They're sitting in around two hundred at the moment. So you could build a really, really good gaming system that should be able to handle that with no worries. Um, that would be a great place to start since that's not a crazy graphic-intensive game. Probably rely more on the, the multi-threaded performance of that CPU there.
0: Good, good recommendation. All right. Elephant in the room. We had a massive fail. Uh, you said Microsoft let us down. Is this is this what let us down?
1: This is what let us down. So I, <laughs> I think last time I was on, we were talking about raz- the Razer buds I had yeah. that were true wireless. So when I'm not sitting at my desk looking for peak audio file performance, whatever that means. Um, I do enjoy just, I can listen to just casual stuff. So when I'm walking around the street, I, I don't need it to sound amazing. I want something that's convenient, that can pop into my ears and just uh, do its thing. So we had those Razer Pods last time for, they're like 100 bucks. And since then, I've gone and tried some new things. So the Surface Buds, which I have here, which I tried and failed to use earlier. Um, and the Apple AirPods Pro. Yes, I'm betraying all my Windows people. I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, but I tried these out as well. And they're both they're both good at what they do. Um, they're just good at very different things. So I, I've seen a lot of reviews of these Surface Buds out there, and most of them have been negative. A lot of people saying that they don't sound great. They're blah blah blah. They're not AirPods. Essentially is what they're saying. But these are if you are someone who stays home, if you are looking for a headphone you can use in your office and you still need to hear what's going on around you, these are very good. Um, outside of our little snafu earlier, they've been rock solid on Zoom. <laughs> they,
0: <laughs> they had, had to news. fail on a, yeah, a primarily, to. you know, Windows-type friendly podcast, right? Exactly, exactly. Uh-oh. But, I mean,
1: they're hideous, as you can see in the picture. They're giant disks that sit in your ear. Um, they look really stupid, so and they will fall out if you kind of run around or jog. They're not for working out, kind of yeah. like some of you might be able to do with AirPods Pro. But they have probably the best sound quality of any earbud style headphone i've heard so nope. it's like without the seal which right. isn't a ton of ton of headphones but um if you like that kind of open feeling and you don't want to have that pressure build up these are these are actually really good they're not cheap and i i don't whether they're worth the price of 200 is going to be up to you but i've liked them a lot you can compare them to multiple devices so you can have your phone and you can have your your PC, your laptop. If you're a user like me with a lot of devices, that's great. Just run in and pair them to different things. Um, and they're just they're just really good headphones. So I've enjoyed these a lot. Um, but they didn't fail each other.
0: Are they only available in white? Yes.
1: What <laughs> a huge mistake. <laughs> yes. Yikes. They're available in white and i I have hopefully this doesn't kick my audio, but I got a skin, if you can see that there. Yeah, hold
0: on, let me let me uh we'll focus they're in on you. Black. There we
1: go. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. like an eight dollar skin to hopefully yeah. change the color a little bit because right. they look ridiculous. I mean AirPods don't look great, but yeah. they're small. These right. are huge discs that sit in your ears. Then they do have full gesture controls. You can do skip tracks forward back, you can do volume up, all that fun stuff. Play pause. So that stuff is good there.
0: Yeah, well, I think the, the that was the whole hope was that it would make the gesture control a little easier. I I I see people struggling with the AirPod gesture control, you know, there'll be, like, uh, 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 mm, mm, you know, there's only so many things you can do on something you can't see that's attached to your head at the moment. Someone's talking to you. Yeah. You can't hear them. You're trying to shut stuff <laughs> off. Right? I mean, it's, it's kind of a mess. It would, it would, I'll be honest, it'd it's be a mess. great place for and Maybe this works this way. You've got the AirPods. It'd be a great place for voice commands. Does it does does Siri work mm-hmm. on on the? Can you tell Siri what to do to for, for the earpods? Will that will that work?
1: Yeah, for these, yes. You, I think I believe it's a long press. I've done it by okay. accident, and same obviously with the. You can say "Hey Siri" to the AirPods, but
0: you have to touch them to get, to I think to the say
1: AirPod, you can set them to okay. just use command with the the Microsoft buds. You have to hold yeah, it. To
0: hold, it. hold it, press it. and hold. The other day, I forget where I was at where was I? Let's see. I was somewhere. Oh, I was out in the garage. And I just cleaned up. I did a total rebuild of my garage this last weekend. I know it got into me, but I took everything out into the driveway, threw away a bunch of stuff, and then just took back in what I needed, right? So I had an old school. I've taken a, remember those kitchen radio CD units (laughs) that you could put in under the shelf, right? Uh These these are about 15 units. Yeah, yeah. 15 or 20 years old. Well, we replaced one in the kitchen and so I just took took out into the garage. I'm like, well, it'd be nice to have something in the garage that'll play music, right? They sound okay. Mm-hmm. So it was playing music. Somebody came out, Sarah came up, my wife, to talk to me. And I turned to it like I was gonna say, Hey lady. Like I thought I was trying I've gotten so used to controlling. I never I didn't think I'd get to this, but I've gotten so used to controlling audio with the voice yeah. that I didn't even I was like oh, oh, I, I, I actually have to go touch that thing <laughs> kind of deal, you know? This, is this
1: caveman tech. What is, what is
0: this, <laughs> this madness? Um, but it just, it, it, it kind of goes, I still think we've got a ways to go on earbuds. Like, I just don't think they're all the way, even as good as those are that you have in right now. Yeah. And they're good. I still think we have a ways to go there. I, I think the user interface on them is still difficult,
1: I think we need to figure out if, A, a honestly, I'd rather a lot of these companies just get rid of the touch controls rather than have what they currently have, which is a mess. You know what yeah, I mean? Just yeah. use the device to control it rather than having to touch and mm. brush and do all these gestures. It just yeah. doesn't work that well. Yeah. Um, the pros are not bad because it has a soft that you squeeze. I think that's a <laughs> decent way to handle it, I guess. But again, this isn't perfect. None of, none of this stuff is yeah. perfect. So yeah. I don't yeah. really know. As long as I I would rather they nail down audio and features and call quality first than worry about touching Uh, and and swiping and all that stuff. Yeah, I
0: I just like it off my watch, you know, and then it would just it would just control. That's That's probably how I that's probably how I do it. If I I was going to do it.
1: Yeah. You have an Apple
0: watch there? Yeah, four. Yeah, the four, oh, nice, the, old, nice. the old series four, which I love. It's a great, and I'm an iPhone guy. So, yes. like, I never, my whole family has gone Pixel and and is Ooh. on Fi.
1: I'm sorry and, to hear and, that.
0: <laughs> and I'm I'm the last holdout on an iPhone.
1: <laughs> I am yeah. a diehard iPhone guy.
0: Yeah, still. me too. Because it and works really guy, well. That
1: means that means a lot. <laughs> yeah, it just works perfectly. I mean, there's well, no the, complaint. Although. I don't know if you've seen the Surface Neo, that new phone they have coming out. Uh, just pictures of it. Yeah,
0: just pictures of it.
1: That is like the ultimate temptation. Really? I don't know if I'm gonna be able to resist, <laughs> but I am for sure an iPhone guy.
0: Well, if you get if you get a hold of one, let me know. We'll have you on as soon as we can get you on to talk about it because I think that'll be interesting. It's either gonna be super great and revolutionary or it's gonna be a surface RT. Like you just <laughs> you just don't know. With Microsoft, you just don't know. Sometimes it's hit or miss. They're trying. You know, Apple does all this stuff behind the scenes you never know of. I mean, I'm sure they've had thousands of fails in in the labs. You never know. Microsoft's labs are in public. Like, they just do everything. Like, let's just release it. (laughs) It's not ready. I know, but we're going to release it anyways.
1: Pricing Mm. is going to be important. If it's a less than, because people are saying it could be $1,500, which it is a tough pill to swallow for a first-generation device like that, right? Right. Um, if they can come in closer to that premium thousand-dollar mark, I think people will really consider it. I mean, because I know I'm I'm someone who will buy expensive electronics. Yeah. I'm not paying fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> you know, it's just not happening. But I'll yeah, pay I can mean, spend for four grand laptop. on a
0: laptop, but you, <laughs> I'm not spending more than a thousand on that on that phone. Oh, it's not a phone. Whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever it is,
1: like phone hybrid, whatever. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it. no, it'll be interesting. That's, is that coming out this fall?
1: Supposedly, um, the, the rumors are it was supposed to come out holiday, but now they're pushing it up. So it should be out. They're talking maybe end of summer, um, early, early spring or not spring, early fall. So it should be out. They were saying as early as August 5th, which I think is a, not true. I don't see that happening. But September, October around the iPhone launch could be realistic. That would yeah. Be smart of them.
0: Yeah. Do. And what, what iPhone are you on right now?
1: I am on the um, 11, right? Yeah, sure. That's right. Whatever <laughs> it was
0: not. You know, 11. you switch your phone too much when you don't <laughs> when you, or it just works and you don't have to think yeah. about it. I'm still on an 8 plus. Uh, and I am going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride this thing till it's dust. They you know, apparently they're not bricking them anymore uh, for right. the ba- battery gate. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I think I could get a couple couple more years out of this thing oh, and it's just it's it just works. It's so great. Um, hey, speaking of that, last question for you before we let you go: Apple switches to ARM, and it's their own version of ARM, right? And, 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 let's be really, really clear. I mean, Microsoft's working hard on the ARM side as well. They've kind of partnered up with Qualcomm. But what do you think of what What do you think of this announcement from from Apple? And does it change anything in, in the space? So this
1: is a very interesting. I think a lot of people are looking at it purely from the perspective of an Apple user, what it's gonna do for Apple products. And I think that that's going to be positive for them in the long run, assuming they can get the developer support for all their apps. Um, If you just look at the way that their processors and their phones work, how efficient they are, how powerful they are, um, it's really a compelling package when you scale that up to a laptop and or a desktop. I really think performance-wise, they're gonna be right there, if not better. You know, Intel has been dragging their feet for a long time now. They've been on 14 nanometers since 2014. This is now 2020. I mean, Apple's on 7, AMD is on 7, so there's a lot of room there to both um, increase gains in terms of battery life and also just general performance. So I think for them, it's a smart thing to do. It'll save them a lot of money, too. Intel charges a boatload for people to use their parts. So it's kind of like a no-brainer. Um, they're big enough, their user base is big enough that they can they can get the support from developers. And I think it'll unify all those apps as well, which will now be able to be run on their main desktop. So it's a no-brainer for them. I'm more excited to see what it forces Intel to do because mm-hmm. Intel is obviously still gonna power PCs, Intel and AMD coming in the future. Um, we're, we've been in a race for higher core clocks and more cores for the last 20 years. And if you look at the Apple approach, it's not always 5 gigahertz. It's four cores that are high performance, and here's four cores that are efficient. And, you know, it's it's using a product that is smart and does what the user needs it to do, as opposed to brute force and or just here's specs, dumping specs yeah. at you. Yeah. Um, so I'm super excited to see what Intel has done. They're, they've already announced a product that works similarly to that Apple A12X chip. That's really compelling to me um, with those different purpose cores. And I just want to see what they do. They've got to come back swinging. Uh, They're obviously dominating the mobile market and still the desktop market, but they have to do better. And I think this was what like the kick in the pants that they need. They're going to lose a huge chunk of revenue and they've got to make that back in in another way. And that's going to be bringing us products for the PC market that are just better.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I think this is anytime we get this kind of innovation, it's good. It, when people, yeah. when people get slapped around a little bit and get uh, angry and upset yeah. and things start changing, which is good. I think it's a good, uh, I think it's a good thing as well. So I'd be excited to see. I do love, you know, you mentioned this. I do love the philosophy of getting the right core, doing the right job. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we've, we've seen some hints of this. It's only getting better and we really need it. We've also seen some battery improvements, which have yeah. really, really helped. And so, um, you know, to have those two going in combo really continues to give us high power devices that last as long as they should. I mean, remember the days when a two-hour battery on a laptop was pretty good deal. Like, you were, you know, (laughs) you're like, this is so great, you know. And then four hours, and then everybody struggled for the longest time to get beyond four you know and you were you were lucky if you had 4 in the very beginning and that would degrade the 2 or 1 in the in the 2 years you
1: had the laptop right yeah um, now you got to hit 8 pretty much for most ultra ultraportables you really
0: do don't you, you got to hit 8 yeah you know? yeah like you really
1: do X, this XPS 15 is it's in that 8 range it's got a 4K screen which obviously diminishes battery life a lot but if you're just watching a video you can get to 8 you're watching YouTube i mean that's crazy that a 6 cores cpu and a GTX 1650 graphics card can can do what they're doing now. So efficiency gains have been been pretty good. There's
0: think. there's some different there's some definite passive aggressiveness going on in the chat room right now as we're talking about this. Uh, we were talking about that device, and Joe says, "Hopefully that's an Android device." And then Kevin <laughs> says, "iOS 14 looks great." And Joe says, yeah. "Looks like they implemented live tiles. How innovative! <laughs> I like that." <laughs> right? We saw, of course, that was a Windows thing way back uh, on Windows yeah. Phone. Um, he, he has, there's a little truth to this. He says, what's funny is everyone will love him on
1: iOS, right? Like, of oh, course, this is so it's cool. a brand new feature. I've never <laughs> seen it before ever in my life. So I don't know what Joe's talking about. There. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like, oh, windows phone. Sorry. You were again, you know, it's just like the tablet. I saw early tablet versions for Microsoft in like 2002 mm-hmm. and, and they, I and mean, they were big and thick and they were ugly and they didn't work very well, but they were trying it. And then of course the iPad comes along and just rocks the whole yeah rocks the whole thing. So the
1: funny thing about Windows Phone is that was a good platform. Yeah, it was a really good platform that came out four years too late. You know they drove their feet on it like old Microsoft used to do. Hey, listen, Uh,
0: so was Beta and VHS one. (laughs) So that's not always right. Yeah, it's it's yeah. not always what worked best. As you think about the fall, and you, maybe you've alluded to this already, but but you, so you can answer the same, you can answer it the same way. As you think about fall and Christmas and new things that you're looking forward to, mm-hmm. what's kind of the one thing that you're really kind of watching or looking forward to as we think about new announcements come mm-hmm. come winter?
1: One thing. Oh, that's tough. One yeah. thing.
0: Uh, um, kind of your top. Kind of your top thing.
1: Well, I mentioned the Microsoft, the Neo. That's very interesting. I'm, I am honestly curious to see what the new generation of gaming consoles looks like. They're promising a lot of things. The new Xbox and PlayStation. Um, they're promising a lot of performance, PC levels of performance. Yeah, and yeah. we've heard this before. I'm super curious to see what the actual performance of these systems is. I'm, I'm curious. You're going you know, to buy one? I don't know. Maybe, Uh, maybe
0: (laughs) come on. You drop four grand on a laptop. (laughs) They're going to be like 500 bucks, right?
1: Yeah. I I I don't know. Maybe if there are exclusives, there's some good exclusives, maybe for the PlayStation side that I might want to play. Sure. Sure. Um, And I'll give you one more, a bonus one.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, AMD laptops, AMD, AMD CPU laptops. Mm. They have been trickling out slowly they have that i don't know if you guys are aware of the Zephyrus G14 i don't know if you've seen that one mm, but no. it's a 14 mil or not millimeter a 14 inch gaming ultra portable with a RTX 2060 in it that has an 8 core cpu that kills any intel part that's available right now Wow. Um, so amd is crushing it with their mobile and desktop cpu so i want to see more of those devices start to trickle out during the back half of this year and into next year that's kind of like the
0: yeah. Hope, hopefully this pandemic won't F everything up in the process of getting, it seems like so far, even though this has been going on, we're still like, it hasn't stopped most of these announcements and the innovation. It seems like we're getting through that. I mean, that's, that's the feeling I'm getting, um, which is good. I, it, it, this could have a potential. I mean, I, I would think about it, if this pandemic had been 10 years ago, we would have, we would have come to a grinding halt. Right, on some of right. these things, but with everybody working from home and it seems like it's better. Do you get that feeling? Like, I yeah. feel like the tech sector, hasn't stopped. Like it's still continuing. Yeah. Hey, nothing's wrong. We're yeah. continuing. You know, do you get it's, that feeling?
1: Kind of business as usual. Yeah. I think the only, the real concern for them was manufacturing in China. I think once mm-hmm. that kind of got ironed out, in fact, we started opening up, things were, were pretty much business as usual here. So, because obviously... American, most of the skilled jobs can be done from home yeah. on the computer. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think in the manufacturing, I think in the Silicon Valley and like Intel has a major um, lab and, you know, where you got to be, you can't, you know, you can't, you can't do dye work at home. <laughs> right. That <type laughs> deal. Um, I think they've figured out how to do that in a remote. Or not in a remote, but I mean in a, in a socially distanced way or
1: something well, they're in aren't they in white suits I and, think they are anyway yeah, yeah they're probably they're like naturally social clean social
0: rooms social. anyways yeah. yeah hey what's one thing what's one thing the pandemic took away from you that you're looking forward to having back
1: um, going to the movies yeah I love that's a movies. good
0: one I know. I don't are know if want to. Are to they going to even be, like, is a
1: movie theater, is? are they going to survive? They've been closed for five months. I don't know. They're saying that some of them may not because I the movie, movie turnout was down already. So yeah. this has not helped. And now with movies being, new movies coming out at home, you know, for streaming. I know. That cat's kind of out of the bag a little bit now. So I don't know. I hope it doesn't. I love going to the movies. I love the whole thing. You know, the $20 popcorn, all of it. <laughs>
0: totally you're signing for a second mortgage i just want a drink i just remember i
1: went to see what did i see i think it was like avengers the last one okay me and one other person Mm -hmm. the tickets with popcorn and like drinks it was 78 dollars. oh my god this hurts me so bad but i'm gonna do it again because i'm like addicted (laughs) to seeing these movies but yeah, it was it's ridiculous. Uh,
0: our drive-in or our uh, theater has turned into a drive-in. So they oh, wow. put up big screens. It's a, you know, it's a really wide complex. Yeah. So they put up big screens on either side of the doors and then set up kind of drive-in to tune to this station. Now they're not showing any, they're showing old movies. Like right. it's not, there's nothing new doing like it Ghostbusters. this way. And like yeah, ones. like Ghostbusters <laughs> and Top Gun, right. and, you know, not the new <laughs> one, but the old one. And, uh, and those kinds of movies. And, um, and our church has even done this where they've gone, they've, they've gone drive up. And oh, so nice. I kind of wonder, will that get them by? Will they sell enough
1: $14 popcorn, you know, right. to, to, to be able to stay open? I just they, don't know someone coming around how do they do the concessions Does someone like come up to the car or you have to they chuck it at you <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like a football of popcorn
1: or cannon just
0: then- <laughs> 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 hot dogs that way <laughs> <laughs> they do it at the, they do it at the baseball scene i yeah. think that's i miss i used to go watch quite a bit of of uh triple a AAA baseball here you know we've okay. got a we have a we have a baseball team here in omaha and it's a sweet stadium and it's just a great experience. And I kind of miss that, you know, yeah. being, being able to do that. So, and maybe going into Best Buy, like, yes. you know, I'd never thought I'd miss Best Buy, but,
1: but. You know, Micro Center is open. Our, are they? You have one in your area. No, we computer don't. Computer Heaven, AKA Micro Center, they're, they're open. They've they been are. They
0: the whole time. Yeah. My, Best Buy has not, you can't, well, that's not true. Our Best Buy you could go in that an employee takes you in and it's like a personal shopping experience, but you <laughs> okay. have to, you reserve it and you show up and then they help you pick what you need and then you buy it and, or you can buy it online, but there's no going in. There's like no people going in and out of that store right now. It's all Weird. by appointment only or um, oh. you, you buy it online. Hey, I, I don't know I bought, what did I buy? I bought something from them. I needed something broke here and I needed it. Oh, it's the modem. When my modem went bad, I bought a modem from him, and they were within 45 minutes. I had an email online like, "Hey, it's ready for pickup." Yeah. And I went down, and as I was pulling in, you on the app, you just say, "I'm here." Gal comes out, like drop it in your car, you're done. I was like, "Why aren't we doing this this way all <laughs> this the time?"
1: It's just I, be one drive-through. <laughs> I,
0: and I should I should order my beer that way more. That would be super convenient. <laughs> oh, not we have going a drive-through the store.
1: beer dispenser yeah. right down the street from me. It's yeah. amazing. It's, it's no, I
0: know. I need to. I need to take advantage of it more. So, Jay, thanks for thanks for saying yes and jumping on. It's always great to have you on here. Um, really, what what's coming up on your channel? You got anything you want to you want to promote uh, on your YouTube um, channel?
1: Coming up, I have a oh, I have a. I'm going to do a Mac Mini killer build in this case. So I'm going to put oh. a more power, full components in here. So that's will nice. be coming up. Nice. Um, I have a review of this chair behind me, which you can't really see, but it kind of has my logo on it. If yeah, you yeah. See there. Nice. So that's like a custom premium chair that you can get in any color. You can get uh, logos engraved on it or not engraved. Cool. Printed on it um, for a pretty affordable price. Um, what else do I have? Oh, I have the follow-up video on the XPS 15, and then I'm going to do a USB-C accessories video. So all the stuff I've been using from power to power banks. Cool. Little dongles, all the fun stuff. So I have some good things in the work there, in the works there, and should be fun.
0: Great tech everything on YouTube. I think you're tech everything on Twitter, and maybe tech everything on everything at this everything. point, right? <laughs> on everything. Get out there, follow Jay. He does a great job. Love watching his videos. Uh, keeping up with him. If you're if you like if you like small form factor, he is really the resident expert in this, especially in our community. And uh, and Jay, I appreciate. Hang tight for one second. Let me let me kind of wrap this thing up. Um, as we do that, a couple of reminders: if you want to support the uh, Home Gadget Geeks here on Patreon, theaverageguy.tv/slash Patreon. There's still some slots available. Just two slots left. So if you want to, not really, but okay. just you know, you, you want to add some demand there. Just two slots on on Patreon left. If you want to go out and support us, <laughs> theaverageguy.tv/slash Patreon. Big thanks to Christian over at Maple Grove Partners. Uh, if you need hosting for anything, Christian's got plans that start at 10 bucks, High speed, low drag, all kinds of great stuff. He does a great job over there. MapleGrovePartners.com. Uh, any hosting, he can do just about anything. MapleGrovePartners.com. We appreciate his sponsorship of that. And then if you haven't, downloaded the app just for emergency purposes. You never know when you're going to need Home Gadget Geeks on the road. Best way to do it, go to HomeGadgetGeeks.com, download the app, have it on your phone. Android. I don't know why you'd want it on Android, but on iPhone, where it's better, you could have that on there as well. And uh, it's free. That's the best part about it. Download, have it available. You can stream it. Actually, the best way to listen to the live show and to stream it live is off the app. We are live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, out here at TheAverageGuy.tv slash live. Uh, Don't forget, we've got my daughters coming up, Jay. I'm going to have my daughter on the program here in two weeks. She's going to come on. She was super popular. I mean, You're popular. Don't get me wrong. You are really popular when you come on the show. But she's got, I mean, we had people emailing me asking for her specific. (laughs) So Sam, yeah, it is pretty great when you can podcast with your kids. Um, Does she give you a hard time? That's pretty fun. Yeah. She cuts me no slack. Like, (laughs) like, Hey, like respect. I've been doing this for 10 years. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. Super, yeah. She we've spent the last five months together. And like if I if if it's so funny because she'll go toe-to-toe with me on political or anything, social things. And she does this does not like I don't get any dad credit. She just goes (laughs) for the throat. And I'm like Like you're a stranger. Wait a minute. Like this isn't Facebook. Back off a little bit. Jeez. So uh, Mike Wieger is back next week, and then Sammy's on the week after that. So uh, come back and listen to those live as well. If you're listening live, thanks for that. If you're not, I mean, if you're not, uh, well, come out and join us live every Thursday. TheAverageGuy.tv live. We do it all the time. Thanks for joining us tonight. With that, we'll say goodbye, everybody.